from the old National Bank State Street studio, this is Waddle and Sylvie on WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Happy weekend, everybody. You've made it. Made it to your Friday. Hope you got some great plans because we got some football, too. Going to go out uh, on Sunday, watch some football. Bulls play, too, the Warriors. Bulls play tonight, and then they have the Warriors here on Sunday. It's always fun when the Warriors come to town. I know they're not as good as they've been, but still, when when they go on the road, that's that's a fun watch. I think the team in the second half of the season is still going to, you know, be a team you're going to have to deal with. They're going to make some noise. Yeah, make some noise. Check in with the Cubs convention. Did you see the pictures, by the way, too, of uh, Kevin Warren at Hallis Hall? I did not. The press conference is uh, Tuesday, but Kevin Warren and the Bears made it official today. Um, The Bears tweeted out. I retweeted it on my feed. You can see it there. Um, The official, they've got him. The orange tie, the navy blue suit. They've got the TV in the background with Kevin Warren's name up there, him signing the contract. They've got him walking with George, walking around the locker room, him and George uh, talking. Good shots of Kevin Warren, the new uh, president, new CEO. Optimistic about about the future. Yeah. And uh, I did a, a poll question earlier in the day. Let's uh, double back to that. We've had 2,000 votes on that. You can vote on my Twitter handle, at Waddle and Sylvie. Which development from the last year has you most excited about the Bears? It's uh, brought to you by your local Chicagoland Toyota dealer. Uh, is it Arlington Heights? Is it the combo of Eberflus and Poles? Is it Justin Fields? Or is it Kevin Warren? We just had a caller say... He doesn't get the Justin Fields love. Uh, there's a caller in line one that doesn't. That yeah, doesn't it's, either. it's the usual caller. It's Big C. I tell you, it's gonna be it's gonna be four months, as I said to you earlier, of people everywhere fighting about yeah, the situation. It, it's the loud. It's it's really on both sides. Yeah, but the majority of the people are buyers into Fields. It seems like sixty-seven point five percent of the people say. The biggest development from the last year that has them most excited is Fields. 67.5. That's a big number. 21.9% say Arlington Heights. 6.3% say Kevin Warren. 4.2% on Eberflus and Poles. It's a small number. How many votes? Uh, 2,000 right now. Well, I think that, you know, there's still Poles and Eberflus. The jury's still out for sure. The jury's still out on the quarterback. Yes, I mean, I the mean, jury's, jury's out still on the out on everything. But they I, haven't they haven't even closed the land deal yet. Right, on, no, on no. Arlington Heights. They Do I feel more confident yet. that that stuff will be taken care of appropriately with Kevin Warren in charge? Yes, right. Like I, there were things that you just kind of sit and you go, oh, that may slip through the cracks. That may not go the way we wanted to go. I feel like all of those things will now be certainties. Kevin Warren with a hard hat on and Arlington Heights walking yeah, around has yeah. me feeling better than yeah, uh, Ted exactly. Phillips with the hard hat walking around finishing the land deal. He's been there and he's done that. Yes, he has. Yeah. So if you want to weigh in, 312-332-3776. Also, we've got uh, the playoff games uh, this week. And Sean McVay also today announced that he is returning to the Rams. So if you thought he was going to leave, 
That is not the case. He is returning to the Rams. Here's the schedule for the games. Seahawks at the Niners. That mm-hmm. is uh, tomorrow uh, afternoon, tomorrow night. Chargers-Jaguars. Sunday, the noon kick is Dolphins-Bills. Then we've got Giants-Vikings. And then the nightcap is Ravens-Bengals. Monday night football, we've got Cowboys and Buccaneers. Okay, this is the other thing I've said for weeks now, too. For those of you looking for something to cling to and can progress be made quickly and how much progress. There are five teams playing this weekend that have eight or nine wins. Like the Bucks have eight wins, and then there's four teams that have nine wins. Like I'm not, again, I ain't selling you Bears in the Super Bowl. What I'm selling you is if good decisions are made, especially in the NFC, you can make up some ground on some folks fairly quickly. That's what I'm trying to sell you on. The Seahawks, nine and eight, right? Uh, 49ers are an elite group. I mean, they're, they're 13 and four and they're on their third quarterback. The Giants are nine, seven and one. The Vikings are 13 and four. I give you credit for your record. I think that that record will come back to earth next year. The Cowboys are 12 and 5 who I don't know what directions they're heading and the Bucks are 8 and 9. Like again, you can make progress in the NFC next season if you make some good decisions and guys develop. What was the prediction by most about Seattle this year? Worst team in the NFL. Right. What about the Lions? One of the worst teams in the NFL. Exactly. Like the Jets, like they the Lions finished the season nine and eight. The Jet, the Jets were in the playoff race with one of the worst quarterback situations in the league yeah. till the final day of the season. It's it, it's a league full of mediocrity. Yeah. So the Bears can, t- if they play it right, they can they can take a step. Now, ultimately, I don't want them to build a mediocre team. No, I want them to build a championship team. But you could take a step. To that 7-8 win total next year. There were no moments this year where I actually was able to muster up like disgust for this team. Because I, I came into the season knowing who they were. You, you, like I just could not, even when they, even the, the, the Lions game, the second to last game of the season, which is really the only game that I watched and said, wow, those guys really let go of the rope a little bit and the effort wasn't what you wanted to be. Because even when they were being outclassed consistently, they were still playing hard. Which was a decent sign. That playing hard isn't going to get you to the top of the mountain. But in 2023, my approach is different. My expectation level is different. I'm not going to be patient. I'm not going to sit and watch them lose games in the final several minutes of the game and be okay with it. If you get yourself in position to win games in 2023, my expectation is you're going to win a bunch of those or you should win a bunch of those. I'm not going to hold you to a Super Bowl standard, but... Like, it's go time. It's go time for everyone. It's go time for the coaching staff. It's go time for Ryan Poles. Make good decisions. It's go time for players. Good to- Go time for the, co- the quarterback. Go time for the coach. Good time for, go time for everyone. There's going to be significant expectations or an improvement that is going to be ex- expected for this group. And I don't think that, you know, a 6-11 and 11 or a 5-12 and 12 team is going to be anything that's going to sit well with me, for sure. Like, I had them as a 7-win, 6-7-win team this year. Obviously, I'm glad they ended up where they were ended up because, look, if you're 6-11, and 11, what am I getting out of that? 
I'd rather go, if I know I'm in full rebuild, I'd rather go 3-14 and 14 and have the number one overall selection than have a couple of extra wins under my belt and be picking seventh and still be in the same damn spot heading into 2023. So now you've got as many resources as humanly possible. Now it's time to, it's time to be a better football team. On all levels, on every front. Something's wrong if you're 6-11, and 11, right? Whether it's coaching, whether it's who you drafted, who you signed, whether it's the, the quarterback. Yeah. If you're 6-11, I mean, you, you, yeah. Unless, unless, probably... you watch, unless you lost a lot of games again yeah. at the end, like the Lions did the year before they took the jump. Even the Lions lost a lot of those games yeah. at the first half of this year. Was they were 1-7, I yeah. believe. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I mean, I, I expect them to be a team that is going to be significantly better on a lot of fronts. All right, should we take Big of C? Of course, right, Big part C. of the show. What's up, Big C? What's happening? Happy weekend. Hey, 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 check it out, too, man. Don't be trying to get me off the line and then try to talk about Andy Dalton. I was talking about the situation. So don't try to play me like that. With that Not playing you anything. You, you were an Andy Dalton fan. No, no. You were an Andy Dalton fan. Yes, yeah, you were. I, during the situation, a Mitch we had a good and an Andy Dalton fan. We had a good defense. I'm talking about the situation. He could have been a game manager. But back to what y'all missing, and I don't hear nobody talking about this. If you want to succeed with Justin Fields, you know what? You got to take the approach they had with Colin Kaepernick, for Cam Newton. You got to build a killer defense. But all y'all want to talk about, oh, get these better weapons and all this crazy crap. And at the same time, you ain't never seen a quarterback win the Super Bowl. They got there, but they did not win it. And also, we want to talk about the, uh, the Hurts. Y'all over bragging about Hurts. That Wildcat gimmick stuff is not going to be around. The D.C., they're in the offseason right now working to eliminate that stuff. And they also working on to eliminate fields. Well, and, and we'll see. About well, that, well, of course, and we'll see. And you have to adjust to the adjustments. That's always been part of the sport. That's, yeah, that's but standard. But, but so why why ain't us talk about building a killer defense, which I think Paul will go to that approach. So you look at the market. I mean, like, look, Big C, look, hey. when I say that the expectation level has to be raised on all fronts, I'm not talking just about the offense. I'm talking about the defense as well. They're going to have significant capacity, whether it's, it's Deron Payne as a free agent coming out of Washington or you draft one of these exactly. top rated guys. Of course, this is where it's the entire, it's the entire roster. roster here. This is why, like, I, I, what I'm selling you on, Big C, is I've seen enough from the quarterback to move forward with him and build with him. I'm not trying to sell you on him being a Hall of Famer eventually. Yeah, well, it's a marketing decision. You don't, because you got all these fans. You see them on Twitch. They stand out. It's a marketing decision. Well, I don't, like, they, they're going to be, they're gonna, they're gonna be who they are. Like, and then there's yeah, other people that right. think that he can't do anything. Why don't we let this thing play out? I think he's earned the opportunity and the right to see who he can be in 2023 with better talent around him. And for whatever reason, if the progress isn't there, guess what? This team will still have ample resources to pivot and move if they need to. Hey, but check this out. I, I feel you. I'm on board with that Bill killer defense because you ain't nowhere around it. The city ain't just in love with this guy. But check this out, though. How many weapons do Lamar Jackson have? Well, the tight end, Mark Andrews, is a really good player. Not a lot. <laughs> it, 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 he is a good player. I take 
What, what are you laughing at? Oh, I got you, didn't I? How many words do Lamar Jackson got? I, I start. I got you, right? No, he, he doesn't. Huh? He doesn't have many. And, and like I said, I started. <laughs> they've struggled. I, I started. I started with hey. a, I started with a Pro Bowl tight end. Who's Mark Andrews has been to the Pro Bowl oh, several my times. God. Right? Well, what? Oh, tight end. That's how. That's how you give well, him. What time out? Who's Patrick Mahomes' best weapon? Oh, 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 oh,
a scheme issue, or is it he just holds on the ball too well, long? At the, he at that ball. But at the collegiate level, think right. about what Ohio State is doing. Like he may have taken the most sacks, but he also threw forty touchdowns and what three interceptions one season his sophomore junior year. And, right, and, right, and 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 his air yards, I'm sure, were ridiculous. Right, because in that system, like that's why the coach told whoever was in charge of drafting him here that really like him as a player may take a little bit of time because what you're going to ask him to do at the, at the NFL level is going to be different than what we asked him to do at Ohio State, where he can sit back and he will take some sacks. But at some point, whether it's window one, window two, or window three in these deep crosses, or it's the post-dig combination, Chris Alave and the kid in New York are eventually going to get behind the Indiana cornerbacks and safeties. So that their offense was built on being able to do stuff like that. The transition at the NFL level is different. You can't sit back there and pat the ball and wait for window three to open up on a deep crosser. So what you have to do is you have to adjust to how the game is played. Got to give this op- the kid an opportunity to get adjusted to that. By the way, we're told that uh, on the J&J game that we're playing that it will be Jed Hoyer that oh, nice. we're talking to from Cubs convention coming up at 530. So we'll talk to Jed in about 15 minutes from now. Nice. Dirt on the west side wants to uh, respond to Big C. What's up, Dirt? Yeah, I just want to chime in on the guy that said uh, uh, Lamar Jackson, what, what weapons did Lamar Jackson have? Is he serious? They had the dude Brown, the speedy receiver. They got the tight end. They had a hell of a defense. Like, like what, what, game is, what games are he looking at? Because I don't understand, like, for him to say what weapons did Lamar Jackson have. He had a hell of a weapon. And plus, he's a weapon himself. So with all that in one nutshell, um, Justin don't have none of that at all right now. You know what I'm saying? So that's all I wanted to chime in. And, like, a lot of these guys be calling in. I think they be drunk, man. I don't know what they be looking at, man. But. Thanks, Dirt. <laughs> There's Dirt. Roy in Minneapolis. Hey, Roy. Boys, happy Friday. Thanks so much you for too. taking my call. I'm just I'm, – I'm wrapping up here at school, just cleaning the room, and I – I'm hearing people like Big C, and I just I have to call him because I just I, I don't know what they are seeing. I don't know what people like him and Eddie from the North Side what their narrative is like. I, like I just it pisses me off so much because like if you are just I feel like a normal sane human being and you just use your eyes and you understand the situation of hey we don't have any receivers we have no offensive linemen the kid. Justin is doing literally everything he can, and we wouldn't even have won three games if it wasn't for Justin. I just, I'm on, I'm on Team Justin. He's our guy. If we draft Bryce Young or any one of these quarterbacks, it's going to be a huge mistake. Um, so I just, it, it just, it, it angers me so much. And I know this is just a well, sports talk radio let, show, yeah, but yeah, you got to let that go. I mean, there are going to be people that are going to have a different opinion about sports concepts. You know, being pissed off know, about it is probably not a little real healthy for you, Roy. I know, I know, and it's it's been a long week, and you know, I'm going to get home and crap, crap, open, crap, crack open a couple beers. Do and both, crack we'll be open fine, a couple like, beers and take a crap. You can do yeah, both. Yeah, just right? don't pull a muscle yeah. while you take a crap, like Waddle did. But, but really, but really quick, I do want to chime in, Sylvie. I was I called when a couple weeks ago when you and Carm were in when the news about Kevin Warren hit, and I just um, I was excited then. I'm excited now. I shared with you I had a chance to meet him. He's he's just a he's an amazing human being, and I, like everything he touches is going to turn gold, in my opinion. And I I just I'm kind of in shock that the Bears actually 
did this the right way, in my opinion. And, you know, I don't really care about the whole, like, well, they hired the general manager before the president. You know, I, that doesn't really bother me because I think, like, all these decisions are going to be, like, for the betterment of this organization long term. And that's what I like that they're doing. They're thinking about this long term. So um, very excited about the future. And I guess I just got to brace myself for the next three months. Yeah, for call, like, yeah, there you uh, go. yeah don't let it bug you. Like, again, I, as I described it earlier, it's going to be, especially in social media, it's going to be Camp Justin Fields football Jesus versus Justin Fields can't play a lick in the NFL. And if you're going to get tied up in that conversation, good luck to you. It's going to be a lot of wasted energy from my perspective. I have the dream one day of not only the Bears winning another Super Bowl, but us universally loving the same quarterback. Well, that'll never happen. You don't think no, so? No, Like they do. Do you think anyone calls into the sports shows and bitches about Patrick Mahomes in Kansas probably. City? Probably. Oh, they're the show. Probably. show they call him a showboat. If he throws an interception, do yeah. they? He's too sure flashy. One, like, I want... Like, there's probably not as much angst, but there's always he, going he, to be angst. Do you think even though Josh Allen throws red zone interceptions, they call in and bitch about him in Buffalo? How many How many World Championships has Patrick Mahomes won? One. He, well, lo- he lost to Brady. But he lost to Brady. Yeah. Like, listen, you know that that's going to exist. Maybe not as much. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be out there that's complaining. Your, I, that's what I want. I want a day where we everybody loves the quarterback of the Chicago well, Bears. That's, We've never ho- had that. Hopefully we'll get there. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jed Hoyer, the, uh, the Cubs president, will join us coming up next. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. <laughs> You want some business too before we talk to Jed? Uh, Demar is out tonight again. And Zach's then... going to take a two when they need a three. <laughs> Stop. Uh, and Casey Johnson had a couple of tweets about Lonzo. Did you see Lonzo put out an Instagram video of him dunking? Like was a, it a ten foot rim? It was a. <laughs> that's a good question. It was a standing like two two foot jump. That he dunked. Well, you that's know, progress. And and Donovan, Billy Donovan's response was to the video, there's progress there. It's just really, really slow. Duh. So it's not like the video he wasn't saying, yes. Hey, we're he's ready to go. A, yeah. Like yeah. that he's taking a major step forward. And then Casey added to that saying, tomorrow marks one year. Tomorrow. Marks one year since Lonzo Ball played in an NBA game. Billy Donovan emphasized that Ball would need a long runway to return to play once he's been cleared for cutting and full-speed daily on-court running, which he hasn't yet. So he is not cutting. He is not running. So while there's this, you know, jumping or this two-foot jump of him dunking, don't think that simmer it's down mi- now. Yeah, simmer down. Simmer down now. As, as, as simmer sh- down now. Ain't got time to jack with y'all. <laughs> it is frustrating. You know me. Like I'm, uh, I love this team. I don't. I mean, I don't love what they're doing, but I'm a big Bulls yeah, fan. Yeah, you are. And I've always 
maybe overloved Lonzo Ball and his what he does for this team. Like I'm not telling you they're going to be the number one seed in the East if, in fact, he's healthy. But they're an entirely different right. team if a healthy Lonzo Ball is at the point. Of course, of course. Also, uh, it's a good lead uh, before uh, we get the call in from Jed Hoyer. Talked a lot of football today. Why don't I uh, also uh, load up the phone lines right now while we have the time before Jed calls and give away the Connie's Frozen Pizza, five frozen pizzas. Thanks to Connie's for making this another successful Connie's Frozen Pizza uh, National Pizza Week. All week we've been giving away a five-pack of frozen pizzas. Caller 20 right now at 312 332 Three seven seven six. You'll win uh, five frozen pizzas. Then you'll be in the hopper for the gift bag of twenty, and also the pizza oven and the pizza cover. All courtesy of our friends at Connie's Frozen Pizza. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Are we going to uh, Jake? Are we going to pull for the grand prize winner at the end of the show? Yes, we will. Okay, I have good. all the other four winners as well. Good, good. All right, and then uh, just monitor when Jed calls in. So, let Are me you excited about your Cubs team? You know, they finished strong last year. Can they continue some of that progress we saw in the second half? I think so. I, I the, the, you know, they were um they were they pitched well uh, in the second half of the season. That will be key. I I would like to see them add a little more. We'll ask Jed if he's going to. I would like to see another big move. I don't know if they will. Like I asked Jesse the other day. I said, "Are they going to add a third baseman?" And he said, well, probably not because they've got wisdom to platoon with Morrell there. And if, if Morrell doesn't play third, where, and that's his natural position, where is he going to really play? It's really third and DH. You know, he's a utility. You know, they added Bellinger in center field. And then you, you have filled a lot of the spots up right now. So, I, you know, I think it will be an interesting season. I think you're right. I think it will be interesting. I don't know what direction it's going to go, but I think it definitely will be interesting. Now, what more? I mean, are there any bigger moves that are still out there that are available? Pretty much everyone has found a home and people have done what they're going to do. I think a lot of people think they're going to add uh, relief pitching, you know, yeah, or some relievers. But uh, we'll have the general manager here, so yeah. he'll be perfect to ask all these. So let's bring him in right now. Let's bring in the president. I said GM. I'm so used to calling him that. He's the president of the Cubs. He's over at Cubs convention for the first time in years. It's been a while. And uh, he joins Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN 1000. Let's welcome in Jed Hoyer. Jed, how you feeling today? I'm good. It's uh, a lot of background noise here. I apologize. It's loud. We got, uh, the media is making a lot of noise here. This media social. I was going to say, it's probably just Jesse. Is yeah, all you it shut is. Jesse Rogers up over there. Well, I tell you, I'm on his phone right now, and I imagine he's like, it's like not having his left arm, you know? <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to send some tweets from his phone when he's gone. So oh, that, don't, that yeah. is, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is outstanding. Um, so, uh, Waddle and I were just, you know, we were, we were uh, spitballing questions for you out here. Um, is there another big move coming, or are all the big moves done for the offseason? Yeah, I mean, I, I on your de- definition of big. I mean, I expect we'll add, we'll add some more players over the next couple of weeks. I mean, there's still some good players out there, and we have some, some money left over. But I think as far as big stuff, probably not. I think that the moves we'll make will probably be, you know, um, kind of smaller depth-related, some bullpen-related moves. But, 
that's what I expect the rest of the way. Jed, were you happy with what you were able to accomplish, and were you given all the resources that you needed, everything that you that, that you were hoping to get to do all that you wanted to do? Yeah, well, I knew you know, they, we had an aggressive budget going into the offseason, and I, I had a feeling of what I thought we could ac- accomplish. And I was just telling the, the, the media group that I felt like um, sort of like the strategy we had and like the, the path I thought what, that could work in this offseason, we ended up following it pretty well. I mean, I really – really wanted to bring on Bellinger on a one-year deal to play center field. It's a huge area of need. And I just love, I love taking chances on guys to, to bounce back. And I think that uh, this is real upside in that, in that move. Uh, Italian was a clear target for us. Uh, we felt like he was, uh, you know, one of, the, one of the top starters out there that wasn't, what sort of wasn't a draft pick attached to him. And obviously some of the, some of those guys were in the 40 million range, but we felt like he was a, one of our top targets all along. And we really wanted to bring him on and, uh, you know, terrific makeup, and I think there's, there's real upside there. And then obviously with Dansby, felt like there was mutual interest there from the start, and um, I love what he brings, obviously, from a playing standpoint, but I also love what he brings to us from a leadership standpoint. I mean, he really wants to mentor guys. He really wants to really wants to win, and I think I said this in my press conference, that, you know, or his press conference, I guess I should say, that um, it was just so obvious how much he wants to win. And, you know, it sounds like a... Uh, something everyone would say, but this is not the case. I mean, that guy, his whole focus in every question was like, how are we going to win here? How are we going to get back to the World Series? And I love that. I love the fact that, that that's his focus. And I know he's a guy that if he's driving home from the ballpark after he goes 0 for 4, but we win, he's happy. And that's the most important thing is that you got to get a group of guys like that. And uh, he certainly fits that mold. Jed, was he your focus all along at shortstop or, or were did you consider others at that position? Yeah, we met with three of them. And, uh, you know, certainly we, we had extensive talks with, with one other one, but um, I had a pretty good feeling all along that, that, um, that the match with Dansby and us would, would work. So, I mean, listen, I think in free agency, you know, you don't, you don't throw out, you know, you don't cast three lines out there. You have to cast a lot. You have to have a lot of conversations. And I don't think that, that's just normal. I think you, if you think you're going to you know, bat a thousand or you think every, everything's going to work out perfectly in free agency, then you've never done it before, you know? And so, Clearly, we had we had dialogue, we had conversations, but I had a pretty good sense throughout the offseason that that was uh, that fit and that match was going to work out well, and I'm, I'm thrilled that it did. Jed Hoyer joining us. It's Waddle and Sylvia on ESPN 1000. With all the drama um, that Carlos Correa had, did you ever want to double back after the Mets thing fell through? Um, I mean, I checked back in. Um, you know, made the phone call. Um, I, I kinda, I'll kind of leave it at that. So yeah, I mean, I think that there was a. I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't. I didn't check in. Um, but what a, what an odd situation. I, I hope for for baseball and for for you know players that like that doesn't happen again. I feel I actually felt really badly for Carlos during the process that you know it's one of the negatives of how things happen that you you end up with these medical processes. No one can no one can really say anything because of HIPAA, HIPAA regulations and it just becomes this world of. Uh, rumors and unknown and uh, it's not good for anybody honestly and uh, i hope that doesn't happen again because i really did feel for him i've kind of known him you know off and on you know the last 10 11 years as he's been in the league you know you we've worked him out as a high school kid we almost drafted him and obviously we met with him during free agency and you just feel bad for uh, someone like that getting that dragged out i mean obviously he's wealthy <laughs> but um <laughs> i don't think anyone wants to be you know, during their free agent period, you know, kind of have that dragged out for, I mean, nearly a month. I, I felt, I, I didn't feel great about that from a process standpoint for anybody. Jed, if, if this team continues to grow and your young guys continue to progress, 
Is this just the start of you guys really getting back involved in free agency where you will continue to add some, some big-time players? Yeah, that's certainly the plan. I mean, I, I think that this, you know, this offseason, I think, you know, I feel really good about where what we've done, but this is the, this is the front edge of, of something. This isn't the middle of something. And, you know, obviously, um, you know, for a lot of reasons, we could have 10 shows about it, but for a lot of reasons, obviously, we, you know, took a step back. We traded some guys away. We, we added a lot of prospects, and you know, we, we did all, all of those things. Um, and, and now this is, you know, we, we, I feel really good about our farm system. I feel good about our young players and we're, you know, we're building back. And I think that, you know, last year we brought in Stroman and say, you know, this year we, you know, on, on longer deals, we brought in, we brought in Italian, we brought in Dansby. And, you know, the hope is that, uh, we continue to, to have off seasons like that, but also I think over the next few years, I think we'll start to supplement that more with, uh, with the young players from the minors. And we're still not there yet where, you know, we've, one two one two guys in off season we're bringing up and and we're able to, to supplement our roster and I think that's when you get really healthy is when you really can supplement the, the roster every year with a, you know a pitcher and a hitter or a couple hitters and uh, we did that really well here for a long time and you know we need to get to get back to that point soon I think we will uh, Jed the top of the market has changed and how the length of these deals ten plus years. How does that change the way that you function in your job? And is it part of just, is it something that you just have to get used to and it's part of the landscape and, and whether you think it's equitable or not, some of these deals, you may have to eventually participate in some of them. Um, I mean, I gotta be careful what I say. I think you never want to make uh, incredibly definitive statements, but I mean, listen, I, I don't love the idea of, you know, a decade plus. I think it's really hard. I mean, you're betting on, you're betting on aging, you're betting on human beings. And I think it can be really, really difficult. And I think that, you know, listen, there's undoubtedly players and, and contracts of that length that would have worked out just great. I mean, I think Teeter signed a 10 year deal for $189 million. It was an incredible deal, you know, and you know, Manny Ramirez's eight year deal in Boston was fantastic. And so certainly there's examples you can give where that length deal would work out great. But I can, you know, there's plenty of examples where those those deals really cripple a franchise. And so, um, obviously, it's very player specific. And you know, I hope I hope to be in a position at some point where you're like, hey, listen, like this is the final piece, and this player puts us over the edge, and we're willing to do something like that. But I do think you have to be careful when you're talking, you know, a decade plus on, on an individual player. And you know, I'd like to think that, you know, we can do everything we can and, and be the kind of team we can without doing that. And there's plenty of examples of teams that have avoided those kind of contracts as well. So um, I think it's yet to be seen. Is this a new norm? Are we going to see 10, 11, 12 year deals um, every off season? Or is this, was this kind of a one-off thing? And this is actually a little bit of a return to that. I mean, we uh, teams have gotten away from long deals for quite a while. And this, this off season, frankly, if you had told me that this was going to happen, I would have been really surprised. So, um, I'll never say never, but I do think you have to be really careful when you're starting to back it, to put more than a, a decade to a player. Um, it, it's a real it's a real risk. Jed Hoyer joining us, Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN 1000. Uh, I know things are positive. You're sitting at Cubs convention. I've always promised myself and Cubs fans that I would ask you this the next time we had you on. I, I never understood Jed as a Wilson Contreras fan. What happened there? Like, I always felt like you never really uh, were upfront on, on why you guys didn't want him back. 
Can you answer that question? What was the disconnect there between you and Wilson? There's definitely no disconnect with us and Wilson. I should really get along with him great. I mean, ultimately, it, you know, it, it didn't work. And I guess that's probably the simplest way to say it. And, um, you know, I, I, listen, I, I, um, I can't say I wish him luck because he's a, he's a Cardinal now, but I, I certainly wish him well as a, as a person. I'm glad that he got the contract that, that he wanted. And, you know, listen, I, I think that um, I don't think there's much value in me sort of sitting here and talking about, like, you know, why or why not? It, did, it didn't. It didn't work out between the two sides, and you know, ultimately, um, he, we're going to have to move forward without him. But uh, certainly, I had nothing against. Him. He's a wonderful kid, great competitor, and um, you know, we owe, we owe him a lot. I mean, he, he, he we won a lot of games with him that find the plate, including a, a World Series. Why didn't it work though? I mean, that's all. That's all. I find a question I'll avoid candidly. I, I just think <laughs> that um, you know, I don't. Um, He's not with our team anymore, and uh, I'm going to talk about the guys that we have and kind of try not to talk about you know, the guys that, that, that left because I don't think there's much value in me doing that just other than say, like, he had a great run with us, and uh, you know, I'm excited with, you know, with Jan and, and, and Barnhart behind the plate, and um, you know, we're going we're gonna to go forward without him. What are your expectations for this upcoming season, Jed? I think we're going to compete. You know, certainly, uh, I, I was just saying, I think that, you know, the, the six teams that make the playoffs in the National League are definitely going to earn it. I mean, there's a lot of really good teams um, that are in kind of win-now mode in the National League. But uh, I expect to compete, and I expect that this is, a, like I said before, I think this is the start of something. I think that we're going to get better each year uh, going forward. Um, and uh, But I, I certainly expect to be a, a fun team to watch. I think we're going to catch the ball really well. I think we're going to, you know, uh, certainly run the bases well. I think it'll be a really fun team to watch. And I think that um, – we're going to compete. I think if everything goes right, we can uh, have a really fun summer. All right. Just pretend that you're still talking to us and then tweet something from Jesse's phone now. I totally am going to. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break some news. What should I say? Um, well, Waddle, what should he say? What, what do you think he, he say? should uh, so something like, I'll say the bear. The bear, the bear you know, Jesse's going to break bear. Okay, yeah, know. yeah. Something about yeah, Justin trade, trade, Fields. Trade the first pick for like, you know, like, like six first rounders. So. And be careful because Jesse probably is on a, a minutes plan and it's probably about to run out. <laughs> totally. Totally. Hey, guys, I appreciate it. Thank Thanks, you so Jed. much. Thanks, Jed. All right. All right. Well, appreciate it. There's Chet Hoyer. I always said I would ask, like, no, I've always, it's like, a legit question. Like, like, I just want, like, it didn't work out. Like, he was a productive player yes. who wanted fans, to be here. Fans were, right, right. Yeah, he had fan and, support. And, and, like, the Cardinals wanted him, but that's, I've always, so I wanted to ask Chad, and I'm excited about what they've done. I want to see this and what this team is going to be. Um, and we'll, we'll see the way it goes. Yeah. No, I think there are things to, to, to be excited about, but they're an unfinished product, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited about the pitching, and, and there are a lot of moves that are good. If you want to weigh in, 312-332-3776. Tyler Aki is going to join us. Uh, Tyler, who was not producing today, is going to be producing great content for everybody as he is filling in for black and abdallah they were on today in for greenie so uh tyler will join us next espn 1000 chicago's home for sports you're listening to waddle and sylvie watch us and join the chat follow espn 1000 chicago on twitch.tv or the twitch app Today, we'll all be out at uh, Twin Peaks, Waddle and me, 
I think uh, Jake's going to be with us that day. Tyler, yes, you're, you're not going to be with us that day, are you? I will not be with you. You're going to miss day. out on all the fun at I Twin know, Peaks and yeah. Oak Brook Terrace. Gonna, uh, 22nd Street. And uh, Waddle loves the Nissan Titan Street team because they will be out there welcoming him, lining up the streets with the band and everything. He's going to run through a banner. Yeah, run through I, a banner. I'm like, listen, I just when I hear the, the street team, I, I think that I, I have this weird... Gives you a little pep in your step, it right? It does, yeah. One week from today, Twin Peaks, Oak Brook, Terrace, 2-6. to six. Make sure you're with us to celebrate uh, the best football playoff weekend on I know the calendar. It, I know it's not that way. It can but, be. No. We no. can put the request in. It's up here, though. As long as it's up here yeah, in the imagination. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Tyler, before we start crosstalk, crosstalking, mm-hmm. uh, you know about this Connie's Frozen Pizza giveaway, yes, correct? What, what's the grand prize? Grand prize is a pizza oven, right? pizza yeah. cutter, and 20 more pizzas. 20 more frozen pizzas. I have the winner in my hand right From here. Connie's Frozen Pizzas. For those on Twitch, we had a hat with five names in it. Waddle just drew a name out of the hat. I did the good, uh, this is the way I like to do things. So the old randomizer on the computer, which I don't believe in. Where we get gypped every single time. Yeah, I think you, you get the names on paper. We call it getting mellered. Yeah. Yes. You get mellered. We still, right, I'm going to take offense to that. Well, have at it. We I don't gypped. care. I didn't even do it last week. And Whatever. careful with your terminology there, Tyler. And so you pulled in a physical name out of the hat. I did. Would you like to know what name yes. I did? This is the grand prize winner. Brian McClellan. Brian McClellan not, wins 20 pizzas, a pizza oven, and a pizza cutter. Not only did Brian win those five pizzas during the week, now he's won 20 more. So a total of 25 pizzas. That's a lot of pie. The pizza oven to bake them all in, and then the pizza cutter to cut them with. That's right. You, you can't, can't just take that pie and right. fold it and eat it like a calzone. Well, you could. You could. If you're ambitious enough. Yes. Yeah. Wow. You better have a you better have a bib or a, a napkin on your lap or something because that'll get messy. Connie's frozen pizza right now on sale. Mariano, stop in today six ninety nine on Ooh, sale. Yeah, it is a deal. What's uh, what's on your mind today? We well, missed you, you. You couldn't get uh, Jed to bite, huh? You couldn't get him to bite. <laughs> he said it just didn't work, but my point is it did work. They, it did. They yeah. won a World Series. He was good. The extension didn't work. The extension extension didn't work. Or the contract didn't work. He got his farewell tour number one, then tour number two. The Cubs checked back in with Correa. Did that surprise you? It did. uh, It didn't surprise me. You you could have eventually fulfilled that prophecy that was out there that you were going to get two of them. You could have moved Correa to third and boom. Yeah, you could have had both of them for what? $375 or something like that? $380? Yeah. It's three hundred seventy-five. Think mil. about that, though. That was the initial, almost the initial cost of what Correa yeah. signed for, because right. it was three fifty with the Giants. And then you get a two for one. Isn't that what the, the rich like felt to do? About two that. for one. Oh, I'll, great! I'll sign me up. Yeah. yeah, I would love that. I mean, to have an like, think of that infield, right? You would have had to redraft your Cubs tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you may have. Yeah, um, but you're not a lot of time. <laughs> to move forward. Boy, he'd look good in a White Sox uniform. Whoa, Carlos Correa. Talking, Just yeah. gonna say, two hundred million. I would have signed now. up for that. Yeah. You know, I, like awkward you think silence. Of that, awkward silence. Awkward silence. I'll stand by my Andrew Benintendi, though. Yeah, he's a nice player. He's gonna they help get it both. They yeah. get it both. Yeah. Why not? One's an outfielder. One's an infielder. 
Who's their starting second baseman? Is it still Romy Gonzalez? They're going to trade for Nick Madrigal. Oh, a little swap back? Yeah. A swap back, yeah. So we call that a swap yeah. back, Listen, right? where do you think Larry Garcia is going to get his at-bats? It's pretty crazy he's still on the team and no one talks about him anymore. Like, he was public enemy number Who? one. Larry. Oh, yeah. He was public enemy number one last year. And now this year, like, he's so far out of the picture because there's a new manager in play. And, like, sure, you don't love your options maybe at second base with Romeo and is it Lenin Sosa? Is he in the mix, too? But Leary's just so far out of the picture. What did they sign? Like, they signed up to a three-year deal. Yeah, yeah they, the extension. Three-year, 15 He's going to start deal? half the games at second three, base. Three years, $375 million. Sounds like a White Sox Weekly uh, show you got. That's, uh, what, that's what Connor's got tomorrow, here. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, to Connor will take care of that, too, tomorrow. What do you got tonight? Tonight we're going to talk some football. Yeah. NFL playoffs start tomorrow. You bet your sweet ass they do. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. We've got a great Sunday night game. <laughs> Betcha. Yeah. Is, what's tomorrow's schedule? It's, it's, it goes like 12 o'clock and then 7 o'clock. No, no, no. 3.30 tomorrow. 3.30, okay. Niners, Seahawks, 3.30. 3.30, mm-hmm. I got gotcha. 7.15, we get the Jags for the second Saturday in a row. Yeah, Jags and Jag Chargers. Saturday night. Saturday night for Jags action. Jag method. How about that? I heard you guys talking about that today. For the uh, uh, yeah, for the, the people who don't, we don't, Waddle doesn't believe in the dry January. I, I think it's silly. I do. I, I, that may, it may be he just He doesn't believe in the, in the health benefits because he believes it leads to more binging yeah. February mm-hmm. through just December. just putting off the binging. Yeah. So and it becomes I a marathon. came up with the, the JAG method. Yeah. Just, just a glass. glass. I love it. You heard it. I love yeah, it. I there you go. Yeah, yeah. Just it's a great. glass. I like it. Instead of just going cold turkey, you know what, tonight? Just then a glass. Then it's compensation February. Yes. And, and then that can my be Overindulging March. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Next then thing you know, you're pooping and puking in public at the, at the St. Patrick's yes, Day Parade. right. Well, that might happen anyway, but... For you? Not really? for me. No, oh. no, 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 no. Not for me. Good thing I had a dry January. Saved it up for St. Patrick's yeah. Day. Like, it's just, to me, it's like a false, one of these false holidays things. Yeah. You know, Sweetest it's Day. It's a sham. It's you, a, do, it's you, a, do you participate in Sweetest Day? No. No? Mallard, you participate in Sweetest Day? Come on, I'm married almost 15 years. Are you serious? When is that, October or November? It's, it's a, it's a fall. When you let isn't me September? know, let me know. I believe it's September. It's not September, is it? I'm pretty sure it is. I think it's October or November. No, because October is Halloween, so I don't think they want to double up. I think it's... Is and it? then November's Thanksgiving, so you think they put it in September? Well, it's usually a candy holiday, isn't it? It's like Valentine's Day, same thing. Right, they try to make yeah. it... It's a Hallmark-created holiday. Yes, it is. Mm. What was the genesis of Valentine's Day? Sorry for my ignorance. St. Valentine, right? Saint, I, I always think of the St. Valentine's Day massacre. Oh, oh. thanks, Jeff. Yeah. So it's, it it's, the, it's not that. How about... I would hope not. I have nothing else to add. It's 5.56. I'm pretty much cash for the week. I got <laughs> go watch some football. Yeah, go, 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 go get done. ready. Go like, get listen, ready to watch some Tyler. football. Tyler's coming up next. Thanks to uh, Jed Hoyer, who we just talked to for the entire interview. Check out the ESPN Chicago app on the Wydell and Sylvie page. Doug Kazarian has all your plays for the weekend. That's up there as well. Really good stuff. Thanks. And look at Sylvie. Sweetest day is October 21st. You're all over it, man. That's because you've October. participated. Well, back in the day, I was single for so many years. When you started to date someone, you probably had to participate. It's an awful date. Who needs Sweetest Day a week before Halloween? It's candy on top of well, it's candy. It's not like we were trick-or-treating yeah. then when we started dating. Why not? Did you guys get dressed up and go do some stuff? As my wife and I love Halloween. I don't know why. We're weird. <laughs> 
Well, you know uh, what? I think it's because we like Halloween. I think we subscribe to alter egos. We like to get dressed yeah. up and pretend we're people that we're not. And Kara's always, she's the one who's like heading up the costume. She's telling no you what to wear. Yes. Yeah. I think we're finding stuff out. That was a great picture Joe Exotic. That's right. Yeah. I've rocked the hell out of that costume. Tiger King. Tiger King, Lion King, whatever. Didn't have to do much dressing up, did you? Ooh. Like it's Friday and I want to get out of here. Tyler brought his A game tonight. <laughs> he He's next. Thanks to Jake Cantu. that? And also Jeff Meller for Waddle and Sylvie. It's ESPN 1000. Have yourself a great weekend. Enjoy the football.